Hi, and welcome to the third episode of Matska, a monster erotica fiction anthology podcast. I am once again your host for this season, Chelsea. As always, trigger and content warnings are listed in the description box of each episode, so please check those out if you have any concerns of where this episode might be headed. In tonight's tale, we focus on Bunny, a sex worker who isn't a stranger to doing odd requests for her clients. However, in tonight's tale, she gets asked to do maybe one of her oddest, but probably most exciting requests yet. Starring Kitty Toy 85, the co-stars Bentley Bosswood, Hijinx VO, Trey Martins 2, and Army After Dark, comes a thrilling tale, Ready or Not. so hard I got a cramp. How much? 500. What? It was 400 last time. I charge extra for anal. Don't act like you don't know this. Fine. Whatever. Thanks for the ass. Hey! No slapping unless you're planning on paying more. An uppity little slut, aren't you? (laughs) (sighs) That son of a bitch! Hey! I freeze at the sight of the stranger in front of me. They wear a fine tailored suit with a pair of shoes that shine even in the dark of night. Oddly enough, they don't seem frightened or bothered by having a woman suddenly yelling in their face. Missing this? They hand me two $100 bills. I got it from your last clientele. Seems like he was trying to skim you. Who are you? Oh, sorry. Very rude of me. My name is Drake. I was sent here by my employer to ask for your services. Well, my services are closed for tonight. Actually, I was hoping to discuss what he requires of you first. He hands me a car to a restaurant that I'm too low class to even look at. Let's meet here tomorrow evening. This restaurant is extravagant. It feels like a crime that I'm even here. I pull down the skirt of my dress, not wanting to appear like I don't belong here more than I already do. Ah, Miss Monroe. I'm happy you decided to come. 
I hope you didn't have trouble finding the place. No, it was easy to... How did you know my last name? Well, I was hoping I could ease into this, but it appears I've already goofed. We had to do a bit of research to make sure you were right for the job. We? They take out papers from their suitcase. Papers that have pictures of me attached to them. You went to Reedville High, correct? Was a part of their track and field. You look like you were the best one on their team from what I'm looking at. Oh, looks like you even got a scholarship at an Ivy League for it. But it looks like you couldn't take it because... Oh, your mother got sick. She passed away and... Miss Monroe, wait! I don't know what the hell is going on, but I know I need to get away from this person as fast as possible. We are planning on paying you two and a half million. Two point five million for what? I rest against a tree nearby. The bark feels uncomfortable laying against my naked flesh, but I ignore it. My heart feels like it's going to explode if I don't take a few moments to catch my breath. (gasps) I feel his hot breath on the nape of my neck. Its body shadows over me, blocking out the moon and pouring me into further darkness. It had to be seven. No, maybe eight feet tall. Its yellow jagged claws are long and look sharp enough to cut steel. I try not to tremble as its long snout sniffs me over. It backs away. A part of me wants to feel offended, but then I notice the coloring of its fur. It was silver. Not the chocolate brown I was told mine would have. This is not my werewolf, and I am not his prey. Werewolves? Yes. My associate is holding a mating party for his son's 21st birthday. And we are looking for a special prey to attend. Prey? So, is this some kind of fear play event? You guys pretend to be werewolves and chase down your guests? Oh no, Miss Monroe. There will be no pretending here. My employer, along with his son and other invited guests, are werewolves. I think about leaving again. This person is clearly not of sound mind. You don't believe me. I understand. I imagine it's hard to believe something that you've only known to exist in fantasy books and horror films. But I can provide you further proof if you come to my boss's mansion. (laughs) I'm not going with you anywhere. I haven't even agreed to this yet. Hmm. 
a notification from my bank saying I had just received a deposit of over a million dollars. That's the first half of your payment. You will receive the other half, if you choose to attend the party. So, what do you say, Miss Monroe? The further we drive, the more uneasy I get. I have no idea where I'm going. Not to mention, I don't think I've seen another building in the last 30 minutes. You look nervous. I don't blame you. Stuck in a car with a guy you've only known for less than two days? Planning on meeting another guy who you not only never met, but probably never even heard of? Heck, for all you know, this could just be some really elaborate plan to kill you. You don't talk to people much, do you? I... Uh, no. Sorry. Can we just talk about the job more? I'm still not sure what I'm supposed to do. Ah, yes. The party. You will be treated as prey, Miss Monroe. You will be hunted by my employer's son. Who is a werewolf. Yes. You will run, but will eventually be captured. Once captured, he will mate with you. Once that's done, you will receive your other part of the payment and will be free to go. So basically, I would be playing pretend with a bunch of furries. <laughs> Sounds easy enough. What happens if I don't get captured? If I'm able to successfully avoid him? Confident, are we? While I understand that you are quite the skilled runner, the odds of you being able to escape him are low. Werewolves have about five times the stamina of the average human. Eventually, you will get caught. Not only that, but odds are, you'll want to be caught. We pull up to a mansion big enough that I'm almost mistook it for a castle. Follow me. I'll take you to my employer, Mr. Eden. Do you know where Mr. Eden is? Yes. He's in the gym preparing for the hunt. Thank you. Follow me. We walked inside a room that was about the size of two gymnasiums. There was so much exercise equipment and so many machines. It made Gold's gym look like a playground in comparison. I think he's in the cardio room. <laughs> Ah, there he is. Drake walks inside, but I'm unable to move as I stare at the creature in front of me. I've never seen anything like it. I was only half sure it was even an animal due to its massive black fur and long sharp claws. Sir, I brought the prey like you asked. The creature's giant yellow eyes turn towards me and I nearly have a heart attack. I watch in both horror and fascination as the beast's body transforms right before my eyes. Miss Monroe, pleasure to meet you.
I don't know how to respond to the now-nude man in front of me. He looks to be in his fifties, but I had a sneaking feeling he was much older than that. Ah, you're just as pretty as in your pictures. Uh, thank you? Drake, pass me my robe, will you? I can't wait for my son Lowe to meet you. This is his first mating party, so I really want you to give him a run for his money. Or my money, I suppose. <laughs> Drake, make sure you teach her everything about the hunting grounds. Will do, sir. Now, Miss Monroe, I will ask again. Any questions? We'll get back to her in a few minutes. Right now, and I... The Treaty of Peace states as follows. To keep peace amongst each other, humans and monsters must stay in their own territory. If I could kill him, I would. You've been glaring at me for a while now, Buff. Got anything you want to say? Officers must accompany if ever a reason a human must enter monster territory, or vice versa. Where am I? Morimitsu. How did I get here? That's what I would like to know. If a human or monster is caught on land that is not their own without an officer and accompaniment, the choice of punishment can be imprisonment or death. The white fluid contrasts beautifully with his brown skin. Why does his skin feel so warm? The same rule applies if ever a human and a monster are caught having sexual relations. His lips taste salty. I move my tongue in further, wanting to taste as much as I can. Have we gone mad? <laughs> In the rare case of a human and monster forming a romantic relationship, the option of imprisonment is withdrawn, and the only choice is death. I don't know why I'm... It was, it was just sex. Do you know it wasn't just that? If these rules are not upheld, the treaty can be nullified, and thus the war can continue. Fuck humans, returning this October. Now, back to the show. I come across a werewolf who's already caught his prey. beast keeps the woman's ankles next to her head as it sinks into her a rapid pace. I'm surprised the woman could even take it. It looks as thick as my arm. I feel my compromise as I stare at the two. I was taken to a room that would be my new home until the day of the party. There, 
Drake told me everything I needed to know and what was required of me. I would be expected to do the hunt completely nude. Drake insisted it was better this way, as werewolves didn't possess enough human consciousness or fingers to pull off clothes in a sensible manner. The same applied to Lube as well. Basically, I needed to be already primed and ready for when he catches me. Next came info about the hunting grounds. Drake assured that the area was completely safe. There wouldn't be any dangerous cliffs or rapid rivers to tumble into. The most I would have to worry about is avoiding any sharp tree branches or rocks. After that, I was taken to a doctor. She seems in perfect condition. If you just wait here for a second, I'll give you some birth control and you'll be set to go. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you just say birth control? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I kind of lack a certain anatomy for that to even be a concern. That doesn't matter. A werewolf semen is still potent enough to impregnate you. What? You saw a man transform from a wolf. Why does this sound so impossible? Uh, how would that even work? There are books in your room where you can read about the process if you're truly interested. But right now, I would like to introduce you to someone. A man wearing a blue tailored suit walks into the room. He looks young, with his chubby baby face and clean-shaven cheeks. His brown eyes look at me for a second, before he blushes and turns them toward the floor. Hi, I'm Lo. Uh, thank you for agreeing to be my, um, prey. I don't know what I was expecting, but this little man who seemed too afraid to even open his mouth was not it. I'm not used to seeing this kind of nervousness, especially not with rich clientele. I usually only encounter this type of unease when it's... Wait, will this be your first time? His cheeks flushes brighter. Drake? Do you mind giving us a few minutes, sir? Uh, oh, of course. A virgin. Is that a problem? Yes. I have a certain rule when it comes to virgins. I really need to sit down with them and talk with them first. A good chunk don't even want to have sex. They just feel pressure to do it because of their peers. Does he even want this? Of course he does. He's the one who asked for it. What? Really? He could barely look me in the eye. Oh, and you weren't bashful the first time? Trust me, Miss Monroe. He's more excited about this than you realize. I was encountering more couples now. When I couldn't see them, I could definitely hear them. grabs me by the waist and lifts me off the ground. I flipped upside down as I feel him spread my legs apart. I can't help but feel a little upset at how fast he caught me. He 
He's probably been hunting for 30 minutes at the most. Would you really feel satisfied if you made it with me now? His tongue enters me. It's so thick and warm. His tongue starts thrusting inside me. How is it possible that this was the same person from before? man who couldn't even look me in the face is now causing my vision to go white as he licks at every surface of my ass. I feel a sense of embarrassment as I see my cum sprinkle on the ground below. I've never come so fast in my life. Sensation is almost enough to make me come again. Mm. Feels so hot. 
even the way his ball slaps against mine triggers arousal in me. I bet you're ready to come, aren't you? I bet you can't wait to push that huge beast inside me, can you? I felt like I was staring at another person as I looked in the mirror. Wavy curls of my hair. Jewelry hanging from my ears and neck. A glitter silver dress that made me look like a modern princess. You look beautiful, Miss Monroe. Is all this necessary? Of course. It's a party, and you should be dressed as if you're attending one. Yes, but this is so... Flashy. What can I say? The Eddons are a flashy family. Come with me. I'll take you to see the other guests. Drake, why does everybody else look ready to attend the Oscars while I look like I'm waiting for my carriage from the prince? You're the main prey. The birthday boys pray. Obviously, you are expected to look more lavish than the rest of them. Now go off and eat. The main event will be starting soon, and you don't want to do it on an empty stomach. <sighs> the further I walk into the room, the more eyes I feel on me. The second I get to the dining table, I down the nearest drink near me. Gabby, your dress is gorgeous! Are you the prey for Eden's son? I turned to the woman who seemed to be talking a mile a minute. She had chubby round cheeks and a sweet smile that I've only seen 50 sitcoms. <clears throat> um, uh, yes. How exciting! I've never been a main prey before. You must be so happy! I look at the white shimmering dress she wears, and I can't help but notice the round bump that sticks out around her stomach. Are you... Ray? Of course! Everyone in this room is! It's the prey room! Like, playroom! Oh my god, I get it now! Yes, but... You're... I gestured towards her stomach. Is it safe for you to even be here? In fact, this is my anniversary gift. Anniversary? Me and my husband met at one of Aiden's parties years ago. I was his prey back then, too. It was only supposed to be a one-time thing. But he told me he really enjoyed my scent, and... I don't know, we just clicked. Anyway, uh, this is our 10th anniversary. And I thought... 
It would be nice if we relived the first time we met. She rubs her stomach tenderly as she says this. Everyone! It's time. We walked out into the lawn. Surrounding us were a group of people who stared at us like freshly cooked meat. Saying I felt like I had just walked into the wolves' den would have been an understatement. I saw Lo in the middle of them, his father right beside him. He still looked nervous, but there was a spark of confidence in his eyes. Hunters, behind me, please. The wolves were getting more anxious with each minute that passed. I could hear them growling even from where I was standing. Drake even had to get one of them under control when he noticed a person's ears and tail had popped out. Bray, you can undress now. For as snug as the dress fit around me, it was surprisingly easy to get off. Their growls grew louder as they stared at us. The way they looked, I doubt most of us would survive even ten minutes out there. Hunters! Even though I'd seen this before, it was still intimidating, especially when there was a group of them right in front of you. They towered over us, nearly blocking out the moonlight, their genitalia dripping with excitement. I even saw a few cocks already erect and pulsating. I think it was Lowe's transformation that surprised me the most. He looked so gentle and innocent in his human form. Now he looked like a monstrous beast that was ready to tear apart anything that would get in his way. Ray! Run. I felt a giddiness in my body that I hadn't felt since I was a little kid. I think I'm having fun. I saw Gabby and what I guess was her husband fucking in the distance not too far from me. She was on all fours as the black beast mounted her from behind. Despite their position, he seemed to be gentle with her, giving light licks to her face and stomach as he thrust inside. The sound of approaching giant footsteps snapped me out of my thoughts. I couldn't run anymore. My thighs felt numb from the constant running. <sighs> my erection was still present, slapping and leaking against my stomach with every move I made. crawl into a hollow log nearby me. <laughs> Ugh, it was damp and filled with mildew. It was not the ideal hiding spot, but hopefully the smell of the soaked log will be enough to block out my scent.
It looked like it worked, but I still wait another few minutes before leaving. I don't even make it halfway out the log before I'm grabbed by a pair of massive furry palms. Where did you come from? Pushed into a tree before I can even get the words out. Those yellow, piercing eyes glare at me as he keeps me pinned. I suppose he didn't like the trick I played on him earlier. His cock looks... redder. Maybe even... bigger? Even at this distance, I can see the slick, thick veins twitching. Just looking at it causes my own cock to pulse. <gasps> he grabs my legs and spreads them apart. For a brief moment, I feel the cool breeze of the night air brush against my slick rim. It's then blocked by the massive head of the beast's cock. stomach as I feel him rest deep inside me. Good morning, Miss Monroe. I hope you had a good rest. I was about to ask what happened, but then I feel it. Every muscle in my lower body feels like it's on fire. I shift my body just slightly and instantly feel the soreness in my ass. <laughs> Are you alright? Yes, just thoroughly fucked. Did he go the whole night? Uh -huh. I think I may have blacked out at one point. Almost. 
We found the two of you knotted together a few hours ago. He was already knocked out when we got there. You did quite well, Miss Monroe. You were able to get far into the forest. You must have had him chasing you for quite a while. And considering the state we found you two in, I said he was left quite satisfied. But I shouldn't be the one telling you this. Lo walks in. He still seems nervous, but I notice his posture is more upright, as if he recently grew a spine or two. Thank you for last night. I... Uh, really enjoyed it. <sighs> you really wore me out, kid. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, next time, I'll be more gentle. I promise. N next time, I feel my ass twitch just at the statement. I believe Mr. Eden is getting ahead of himself. What I think he meant was that he would like you to attend another mating party in the nearby future. That is, of course, if you're up for it. Give me a few days to feel my legs again, and then I'll think about it. <laughs> of course, you're still tired. Please rest. We'll sort out everything when you're awake. Miss Monroe, this is for you. Wow, I get to keep the dress too? You guys are really making me feel like I'm in a kinkier version of Pretty Woman. The rest of your payment should have been already sent to your bank. Thank you. You know, despite how weird this has all been, it was actually kind of fun. You werewolves aren't as bad as movies make you out to be. Oh, I'm not a werewolf. What? Really? You're human? I didn't say I was a human, either. He smiles at me, and I notice the long, pointed fangs sticking out within his teeth. You know, Miss Monroe, there are a lot of creatures of the night who would be... interested in your services. I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds when I say this, but... you may want to consider... Changing your clientele? I pat the dress in my hand and think about last night's events. The thrill of running again. The excitement of being chased. The intense pleasure of being roughly taken. I'll think about it. Asked for the story was Kitty Toy 85 as Bunny, Bitly Bosswood as Drake, Trey Martin 2 as Lloyd, Hi Jinx Vio as Mel Klein and Mr. Eden, and Ami After Dark as Maid, Doctor, and Gabby. Ryan is sound design was done by me, Chelsea. Music used in this episode was Hasty Decision by Red Dictionary, One Sweet Even by Nocturnal Spirits, Switch Up the Vibe by Catnip for our intro and outro. And on Scrambler by Alice Ray during the ad. We'll see you again in two weeks, but if you can't wait until then, consider joining our Patreon, where you can hear the next episode early, as well as get other benefits too. You can also support us by buying our Monster Lover merch and our Red Bubble Shop. What you just listened to was created thanks to the help of sex workers. 
We want to respect sex workers, listen to sex workers, and support sex workers. See you next time. Yes, my associate... Mmm. God dang motorcycle, I fucking love you. Goddamn neighbors have to go flying by on a Wednesday night. Well, thinking about it, it is a holiday. Out of the way, moving on.